Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. I find it interesting, as human beings, we can have the same exact experience. One person, person A, person B. One of us can find it exhilarating, exciting, and another person can find it terrifying. I'm a surfer. I love going out into the ocean. I love getting smashed by huge waves. Well, I don't love that part, but that's kind of like goes with the territory. And yet here in Pennsylvania, so many of my family members, they don't even want to, they don't even like swimming. So the idea of getting smashed by waves, terrifying. There's another experience that I find terrifying that the person we were going to talk to tonight describes as magical. How beautiful is this? Kaylee walks into a swarm of bees, something that I personally would be quite frightened by. Beautiful. And she Thanks, transforms that experience through her camera lens, through the magic of YouTube, into something that even I actually found could maybe possibly be relaxing. Certainly it was amazing. Tonight we're going to talk to Kaylee. She raises bees. She's going to be talking about bees, beekeeping, and all things to hopefully inspire some of you out there to at least think about maybe getting bees onto your own homestead. And maybe even if you're like me and terrified by the idea of entering a swarm of bees, you'll at least find ways that you can support bees more even on your own homestead. And that's something else we're going to talk about tonight is some changes coming to our homestead and how you might find some bees on the homestead in the future, even though I'm terrified. So without further ado, let's welcome Kaylee onto the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on tonight. So Kaylee, I saw something on your, I don't know if it was on your YouTube channel or on your Instagram, but I thought, what a cool idea. You want to make bees the new chickens. Is that correct? Yes. Bees are the new backyard chickens. There are more people that are getting into beekeeping. And and that's, you know, I want to inspire and I want to encourage and I want people to actually feel like they are capable of doing it because it is intimidating. It can be scary. Um, but if, if we take our camera with us and we share our experience, I hope that it just inspires other people and, and it, it makes them realize that they're not as scary or a frightening little creature as what you think or thought they are. So so 
I look at my homestead almost like a colony. You know, I look at what I'm doing here. And to me, when we first started on our homestead, we didn't have, uh, we obviously didn't start out bees here uh, right away. But by watching, by watching what's, what's growing around us in the fields and the pastures and how they're growing, I am just hands down, I owe it all to the bees. You know, the keeping bees, it's not just about honey for me. Keeping bees is more about pollination for my fields, you know, which then turns to food for my livestock, you know, so it, it is a whole organism. I mean, if you look at your homestead, you know, you've got pastures that are going to seed, you've got clover, you know, you've got, I mean, my fields have never looked better. You know, my cows have never looked fatter. And, and it just kind of all plays itself in this homestead. It's literally like an organism. So for me, having bees here, it's just part of it. It's just, you need the pollinators. You, you, need, your, you need your garden to thrive. You need to plant for the pollinators. You need to plant to draw in more pollinators. So we do a lot of discussion about um, what you can do for your garden to bring in pollinators, which for people who don't have a large farm, um, that tends to help help them out, especially if they've, I've seen many people recently uh, comment about how their squash didn't get pollinated, um, their garden's not growing very well, and they're not seeing the bees. They're not seeing what they feel like they should be seeing. And there is a stress, there is a need. There is a need for people to, to keep bees as they would like backyard chickens and they need to actually continue um feeding your homestead and that that it all goes in it all plays a role and it all works together like a circle and it's such a good point we like honey but they bring so much more to the homestead where does somebody who thinks man you know i actually do like this idea of bringing bees onto my homestead where do they start well they definitely start with a colony <laughs> And chances are, uh, you know, ideally, when I first started, I had the farm mentality. Uh, when I first kept bees here, it was the farm mentality. It's going to be for the farm. It's going to be for the farm. And then I started realizing there's such a bigger picture with bees. And, and that's where, for, for us, raising bees, helping um, save bees, that's a huge thing that we do. We go and save bees. We if we get calls for colony cutouts, we'll take them and, and get them. We'll catch swarms, um, you know, but it for us, it's just a decision that we decided that that's, this is what we wanna do. This is how we wanna keep these, um, you know, and I, it is nice to know that we're, when we sell our colonies, some of our nukes, it, it's really re rewarding to, to see the bees thrive you know, with their new beekeepers. And, and it's just kind of, it's just giving back, you know, giving back and, and making healthy bees. Uh, when you say start with a colony, Kaylee, um, if someone doesn't know what that means and they're, they're kind of like maybe going on Craigslist to find bees starting or yeah. they're looking at their local farms, um, what's involved that, what makes up that colony? Is it, uh, what equipment to get off so, the ground and running? 
definitely to get off the ground and running, I tell, I recommend, okay, people are going to do what they're going to do, but I recommend actually a person, a beekeeper, a new person who's getting any, any beekeeper really to always start with two colonies. You want two hives, which is you could, there's probably hundreds of different hive styles. The traditional one is what we use right now, which is the Langstroth. Um, we have a variety of 10 frame and variety of eight frame. We're still kind of figuring out what works for us, um, what we like. It's, it's challenging when we had, we had up to, I think we have like 30 colonies right now um, for us to just completely change everything. I do want to try a horizontal hive system. Um, I was given a flow hive as well. Um, that, that was gifted to me by a viewer. Um, it, it is missing one part to it. So I have not actually been able to get it up and running quite yet, but traditionally when you want to start out with these, you're going to invest into two hive systems, two setups, whatever that may be, however, whatever design you decide to do, then a bee suit is always good to start with. There are people out there that don't wear a suit and there are people out there that don't wear gloves. I will test, I'll feel it out. If my girls are a little feisty, I might definitely suit up. Most of the times you will see me wearing a suit just because I don't want to give a new beekeeper that feeling that, you know, that just that reassurance, like, oh, I can just get into my colony because well, I don't know their bees. I don't know what they're gonna be like. So you'll see me for the most part wearing a suit and wearing gloves for, for protection, um, but You'll want to pick a hive tool setup, whatever design you want to use. We like the J hook. A smoker is always good to start with. And then you'll want to probably look into where you're, where you're getting bees. Now you can buy a package, um, which I am not a fan of, but if that's what, if that is the only thing that you can get, then get it. Um, you can get a nuke, which is a already established colony, just in a smaller box. Most of the time they come in a five frame nuke box. And that queen is already laying, there's already honey, there's already pollen, there's already drawn out comb. It's pretty much a, just like the big colony, just smaller. Um, that is my, the easiest way to start out with. You can also try to catch swarms. We set up swarm traps. If you know a beekeeper that has uh, old frames with, you know, that just that old nasty comb, they would probably let you have it and you could set it up and that, that'll actually entice another swarm to, to come and move in. Um, so there's a good way to get freebies. We were able to get a lot of freebies this year by doing swarm catches, but for the most part, nukes are the easiest way to, to, to start. You can, It'll already have drones. It'll the queen will be marked, so you can kind of get to learn how to see her, what to what to look for, and um, that's probably the easiest way. One of the things we will often tell people, uh, and even I mean, we talked about this recently. We talked with someone about pigs. Um, I think we might have mentioned it too in our goat interview recently. The importance of buying from somebody who is in turn going to help you get off the ground. And you already mentioned it briefly. Uh, you described how happy it makes you to see people who buy a nuke from you go off and get started and do well. 
should someone look for when they're getting started bees for the very first time? Uh, is, is that the kind of thing you can find on Craigslist? Is there a place or a good source? Where do you go for buying your bees? Absolutely. You know, there are a lot of the people in that are in the United States. If you contact your local extensions office, uh, they typically will have a group, which you'll find most places have bee groups where they have beatings. Um, they'll link you up with a, a mentor. If possible, you might probably take the class, which I highly recommend as well. Just taking a class um, and getting to feel getting to know because anybody can find out anything on the internet okay you could do all your research you might follow what i'm doing but i'm in virginia and you're in pennsylvania and even that little bit of difference is i might be you know here doing this and you still might be doing that so when i tell people to to link up with people that are in their area it's truly to to be able to one connect because if you can call somebody or a supplier, a bee supplier, you can kind of see what gauge what they're doing when they're doing it. But it's it's also good to just have a relationship with another beekeeper um, in your area. Most people will advertise. It's hard to advertise on Facebook, but it is easy to advertise on bee groups. Um, you can go on. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Even Facebook right now with, let's just say, just look up your state beekeeping. Most of most Facebook pages, most beekeepers have like an initial like statewide beekeeping setup. And then you can say, hey, I'm looking for in this area and 90% of the time you're going to get somebody that's going to respond. Um, so that is a good way to just start building a relationship. Eventually you're going to put down all of your studying and all of kind of set that information aside and, and start learning from what your bees are telling you. I have, I've shared with everybody, um, you're reading a colony when you're doing an, in, an inspection, it's very similar to reading a book. You know, look at it like a book, read it, figure it out, kind of put puzzle pieces together. Oh, I didn't see a queen, but I saw a brand new egg, you know, stuff like that. You know that the queen is probably there if you saw a brand new egg. Um, so that's kind of what I recommend is just kind of finding somebody that's local and 
connecting with them, purchasing local nukes is very good because your bees are already acclimated. Um, and then just, you know, seeing what everybody else is doing in that area. What are some of the things, you know, the difficulties, the challenges, maybe someone getting into this might be wondering about? Maybe they don't even know what to ask yet. Uh, yeah. What's the beginner got to look out for, Kaylee? There's going to be a lot in the first season. I'm not even going to say a whole year. The first season of keeping bees is going to be the most challenging because you might not know all of it. It takes a good couple of years to, to start really kind of connecting a lot of the dots. Um, you're, I think one of the hardest challenges and it's not, no, it's not necessarily about beekeeping, uh, or, you know, your colonies, but it's, it's about maneuvering through the negative comments and, and moving through, um, people's opinion and, this kind of all goes hand in hand. You're going to become the beekeeper that you want to become and you're going to do and keep bees how you want to keep bees. Um, go in with an open mind, but you are going to hear other people and you're going to, you're going to feel that pressure that you're going to feel like you're failing um, because there are a lot of people out there that will make you feel like a failure. Um, and, and that's where, that's one of the reasons why we continue to, do our platform and to share is because I just don't want somebody to feel um, like like that <laughs> and to feel like they're going to give up because of that. So yeah, I think you know colony loss. Yep, you're going to experience that. Um, these things, yeah, you're going to experience that too. <laughs> um, not all the time. You know, if you wear a suit, you can be protected, but. We've been hit with bears before. Oh, we've man. lost, you know, we've had, we've, I mean, it, it happens, you know, there you can go in and, and figure out a good way to set up your colonies. Um, electric fencing does do a number and help with that, but there are just like any homestead life, anything you do in life, there are going to be days that you're going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> um, but that all comes with a different light. If you, those bad days, like those days that just knock you on your butt will truly make you appreciate some of those good days just a little bit more. That is so true. The, the, uh, the down days and the hard days, they do yeah. make you, if you survive through them, and that's something me and Kay have learned over these years is, you're going to get your down days and, and the times where you just are like, nope, I'm going to sell everything and I'm done. And we've made the mistake of vocalizing that in the past on YouTube and telling everyone, yep, we're yeah. done. We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. We're still doing it. But it, right. it, it's what well, makes... It makes you better. And, and there's it, it's all a phase in life. You know, the way I look at it, ah, you just have to keep going. This is life. This is legit life between losing an animal, losing your garden to pests, all of it. This is all life. And there are, we are, we are supposed to feel these things. Mm. We are supposed to, to get 
knocked down to our knees. It's what we feel and how we overcome them that make us stronger. And and I'm a firm believer if if you shy away from that feeling, you're not going to learn. You know, it sucks sometimes, but it, there are good things that are going to come out of it. Um, so definitely beekeeping, you're, you're going to get knocked down, but it's okay. You're going to get back up. I heard in a quote today, I listened to the Survival Podcast. I don't know if you ever heard Jack Spierko's show. Uh, yeah. He shared a quote today that is so perfect with what you just said. He said, uh, and it wasn't his, I believe it's a John Grisham quote, or maybe it was someone John Grisham was quoting. But anyway, the sentence was, experience isn't what you've been through. It's what you do with what you've been through. That's a right. very loose way to paraphrase. <laughs> But the idea yeah. that, you know, a bad thing can happen to us and we can just let it wreck us. And that doesn't mean we're experienced. It's it's taking those bad things that happen and then making successes out of them, um, you know, turning situations that are, are, are might be looked at as negative. What we do through them that make us actually right. experienced and actually better. I thought that was such a good quote. That is really good quote that is really good quote we're gonna keep it right here for a little bit and let them all find their way in i'm gonna go ahead and take the lid put it on and then call it a day thank you guys for coming along with me as we catch this gorgeous swarm we're gonna call this one the dogwood because that is what tree it was in i will keep you guys posted on the dogwood hive and as always don't be afraid to get your hands dirty and learn something old. Well, you'll be happy to know, Kaylee, we are bringing bees onto our homestead. I, uh, yes. It's a baby step. We're getting someone who has actually known my in-laws and my wife's family uh, for forever. He's local to the area. He has a lot of hives. He runs a business. He's at the farmer's market. Uh, selling honey and he gives it he's so he's a funny guy he's got a sign up right now at his booth that says 25 percent off for trump supporters but anyway <laughs> uh he's coming here and he's setting up some uh i guess new hives which i guess are smaller yeah. hives um yeah. and he's going to be setting up all along our pasture so all where the cows and the pigs and everybody are where our clover yeah. and our uh, right now i just planted we got clover, rye, and buckwheat out there, and the bees That's will be—they'll awesome. be flying through the those, pasture. Those bees are gonna love it. So we're we're doing it now. I'm not gonna be in right there, but he does want to make some videos. Uh, this is something you talked yeah. about before. Uh, he's yeah. an old time beekeeper. He's he's got just years and years of experience, but he doesn't. He's tried doing videos before. Film, like you said, it's hard to film when the bees are there, right? It's hard. Uh, he, yeah. he hasn't been able to get it done in the past. So he said, would you film me while I'm working and you don't have to be in with the bees and I don't have to edit a video? I was like, perfect. Can I get some honey too? Yes. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting That's bees. awesome. Yeah. That is a fair trade. And that that's one thing that I do recommend. And I do tell people like, listen, if you don't want to become a beekeeper to keep bees, you know, and that is, like what you're doing, you are basically hosting a hosting a colony. Um, but you're also there are also other things that people can do to help support bees that aren't necessarily 
keeping bees, which is planting for the bees. That clover is huge. Um, we do a lot of herbs, bees love it. But I mean, that right there, you're gonna, what you're going to experience in the next probably two or three years. And now that you have the, since you have the capability of documenting, um, document your field, document the growth, document, know like this is my pasture right now. Next year, this time, share what your pasture looks like. You will be amazed at how much the bees can actually do to your homestead, which in, a, in, in the end, it's an organism. You know, you have to treat it as a whole. And a lot of people don't realize that, um, or they don't connect that there's such an importance for not just honey um, and not just pollination, but for your fields, for your livestock and how they'll benefit from that as well. Well, this has been awesome. I, I definitely think you're inspiring some people. We're getting some questions here, Kaylee, uh, that I can tell the wheels are spinning in people's minds. Awesome. So let's go. If you have questions, here's last call for questions. We're going to go through them with Kaylee. Why don't you tell our viewers, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? And what do you, I know you sell some honey on your Etsy shop. You got your, your beekeepers tools. Tell us what you got. Yeah. So yeah, we do, we have uh, Instagram that we are pretty much, I use Instagram as like my behind the scenes. This is what I'm doing on a daily basis. I try to post YouTube on Mondays and Fridays and then Wednesdays I do a live night um, where we sit up and just have conversations. People just kind of share with me what they're doing. Um, I also have a Facebook page that I don't use Twitter as much as I probably should, but uh, we, Again, we just share share a bit of our life and what we what we're doing. Etsy um, I use for selling honey for people that need it shipped, and then we also do custom design hive tools that we seracote, which is like a ceramic coating. It's very hardy, um, very hardy coating. And then the other thing that we just actually a couple of weeks ago, it's pretty much official. We started up a nonprofit, which is called Be Possible. We are using our nonprofit to help people, help connect people that want to support beekeepers, but not necessarily want to be beekeepers. So it's kind of like adopt a hive situation. Um, so we're going to help get people established that maybe are financially having a little tough go at it, um, but they really want to become beekeepers. So that's what we're also kind of working on in the wing and, you know, just keep on in encouraging others to, to, just do this just to live i think that is such a good idea uh, it's like a, a kickstarter specifically yeah. for bee for bee yeah keeping awesome idea i hope that really grows and grows for you kaylee uh, thank you so much for coming on answering so many questions and definitely inspiring some new beekeepers um we'll thank have, you for having us yeah we'll have all the links uh, below if you're watching this later and i'm gonna have kaylee's new playlist the swarm playlist pop up right here on the youtube version let's do video. it all right good i'm gonna do it <laughs> that was my favorite the swarm videos that should be you should have like a swarm saturday or something just like i every... need it <laughs> yes if you really enjoyed this episode if you wished it was longer we have a version that's like twice as long the live version uncut that goes out to the homesteady pioneers it's an hour-long show. Kaylee went a little bit more in-depth about catching swarms. Not a colony cutout, but a, a trap out. There's also another technique that you can do to smoke them out. 
She also answered a lot of the questions that our Homesteady pioneers who joined us live for this asked. One of those was specifically about keeping bees on like an apartment balcony. But I know that I actually keep bees on rooftops in cities as well as um, decks. You don't need a lot of space to keep bees. Home City Pioneers join us live for these episodes. They ask questions of our guests. Click here to become a Home Study Pioneer. Not only get to join us live, but you get access to all the full-length versions of our videos. This one and all the other ones can be found in the Pioneer Library. Click here to become a Pioneer.